0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est moi. It's me. Welcome to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel, and the accent is French. If you feel lonely, because I know it can happen. I mean, I I have those moments during the afternoon usually. But if you feel lonely, know it's normal. And also, remember, we're all in the same boat. I mean, if you're not in a relationship, if you're not married, and you're like me, single, those can be difficult moments. Um, And I must tell you, I look forward to the show every night. And in the afternoon, I have a little down, around 3 or 4. I take my car, drive out. Um, So it's normal. So don't think it's only you. And I'm as excited to be with you than hopefully you are to be with me. Any questions? 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tracy.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Tracy. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you?
0: Um, We've been together for eight months. And... Whenever he introduces me to his friends mm-hmm. and even some members of his family, he never introduces me as his girlfriend Tracy. He just introduces me as his friend. And oh. he doesn't really like to be affectionate around them.
1: How does that make you feel?
0: Awful. The first month I thought, well, we're a new couple and you know, we're still just barely dating, but now I'm like, oh. this is crazy. We we spent quarantine together.
1: Oh, I see. Uh, Are you guys exclusive? I mean, you've had the talk?
0: Yeah, as far as as I know, we are. (laughs) Oh, wait a minute.
1: It's very, very important. Did you actually say, what are we, or you've never had the conversation?
0: No, we have. I mean, that was part of when we decided to quarantine together.
1: Okay. Have you asked him the question of why he introduces you as his friend, as you guys are now romantic, uh, exclusive, I, I assume, having ooh and everything.
0: I haven't been that direct with him. I was kind of a few months in, but he got a little defensive, and everything else has been great, you know, but now I'm getting a little nervous, you know?
1: In your intuition, what do you think he's not saying to you?
0: That he's not 100% sure.
1: Yes. The reason why he doesn't call you his girlfriend because he's not sure after eight months that you're the one. And he doesn't want to take the chance of after that, have to say, no, it wasn't, I made a mistake. The problem you have now is after eight months, not calling you his girlfriend is humiliating for you and offensive. Mm-hmm. So it's like a whole package. You can't have, you know, okay, we can have the romance hidden here, and, here, and when, when we're in public, you're just my friend. No, 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 it doesn't work like this relationship. So it's like all or nothing. So mm-hmm. Are you comfortable having a straight talk about it with him, or are you afraid of his reaction?
0: I'm maybe I'm worried that he'll tell me something that I don't want to hear. You know.
1: Okay. So, for as long as you're not ready to hear the truth, you can stay with him, but you're wasting your time. If you don't ask him that question, uh, which you already know the answer anyway, you enjoy the time together. But remember this: you need to have a man that is proud of you. You deserve to have a man that embraces you and your relationship in front of his friends and family. If he can't call you his girlfriend, it's an humiliation for you and your self-esteem. And then ask yourself, why would I want to stay with a man who's humiliating me in public again and again and again?
0: You're so right.
1: Sorry, but that's how I see it.
0: Thank you so much. I'm so glad my friends love you and they recommended you and I'm so glad I talked to you today.
1: Oh, well. Uh, You're most welcome. Tell thank you to your friend. Merci beaucoup. Thank you for calling, Tracy. Good luck and have a good night.
0: Thank you. You too.
1: Talking about when should you break up, my producer Jill is telling me I just have a voicemail who arrived from Samantha who has that kind of question. So her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, I mean 24-7, 365 days a year, you just dial 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail with your question, and I will get to it. Just like for Samantha's voicemail. Take a listen.
0: Hi, Simon. My name is Samantha. I'm calling
2: about an issue. I've been with my significant other for two and a half, almost three years. We've had our ups and downs. I love him. He loves me. But sometimes love just isn't enough. He does things that I don't approve of. He lies to me. I'm financially stable. Um, I just want to know, when is it a good time to walk away to call a quit? or should I stick it out?
1: Samantha, thanks for your voice, man. It's a good question. You've been with somebody, you know, for years. Uh, your partner has lied to you. You've kind of had enough. So, therefore, should you stay or should you go? Samantha, I'm going to tell you what I think next. Say you've been with somebody, you know, for a couple of years. You've had your highs. you had your lows. And then your partner lies. And then he apologizes. And you kind of had enough. You don't need your partner financially. You, you set up. And Samantha says to me, you know, when is it the right time to live him, or should I stick it up? And here's my advice, Samantha. Life is too short to stay with somebody you don't feel anymore. It's not uh, how long we stay together. It's how happy we are together. That's the grade, and, and that's the right decision. So my advice, if you're ready, do it ASAP, because the universe needs to free you and him so that two other people will be able to meet you and him at different times, different places. So my advice, if you feel that's enough, that's enough. Follow your intuition. Thanks for the voicemail. You calls are next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Molly.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: What's going on with your partner? How can I help you?
3: Yeah. so um, my partner and I, I'm realizing, are a little bit different. Um, I'm someone who likes to plan in advance, I love to plan years down the line and see like how my future is going to be and he told me the other day that he really only likes to think a year in advance because he really doesn't know what's going to happen between now and then. So I'm wondering like what that means for us and if we can even plan for our future if he's not that type of person.
1: Okay, how long have you been together?
3: We've been together about a year and a half.
1: Okay, and when you say you're planning ahead, I mean, you're planning like the marriage and the kids, or what, what exactly you mean by you planning? How ahead are you planning?
3: I mean, I I like to think about that type of things. I know it's a little early to you know have things set in stone, but I do like to think about them. And he doesn't at all. Um, but I think the 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 sooner thing is like moving in together. That's like the major the main thing that I think about for our future.
1: Okay, and have you talked about moving in together with him?
3: We have talked about it a bit. Um, he doesn't like to, you know, come up with anything to um, set in stone.
1: I see. How much do you like this guy?
3: I like him a lot. He's like the best boyfriend I've had so far. So, I'm, you know, other than that, he's, he's great. He's a perfect match for me, I think.
1: Well, then, listen, work him. Don't, don't break up with him. Work him. Working, okay. working, little by little. he will crack. Okay. Listen, guys, and I'm one of them, we, know, we, we are afraid of, of commitment. We are afraid of moving together. We are, and then we're happy. So mm-hmm. I've always said, you know, women have to do their job. They push slowly, but they push surely. So it's not about yelling. It's not about crisis. It's not about drama. It's your, you push towards moving in together, engagement, and marriage. So you just keep pushing your own way with charm.
3: Okay, sounds good. Thank
1: you. You got it, Molly. Thanks for your phone call and have a good night.
3: You too, Simon.
1: All right, let's see. i got to go to my Facebook message because Kelly sent me a detailed Facebook message about a boyfriend who really is doing something that I've never heard of and she wants to know if it's healthy. So uh, her Facebook message question is next. So I received this interesting question from Kelly on my Facebook message at The Rendezvous Show. She goes, bonjour Simon, my boyfriend sets up a timer every time I want to vent to him and when it goes off after five minutes, I have to stop and move on. I feel like he's being dismissive and it hurts my feelings because I just want him to listen, but he says it's all he can take. Does this seem healthy to you? Wow. Kelly, first of all, I've never heard of a story like this, And uh, is it healthy that when you are venting about something you partner, there is a five minutes limit time, and then it's the timer sets off? I'm going to tell you what I feel about this next. So I would like you to imagine this situation. Put yourself in Kelly's shoes who sent me that Facebook message. Say you want to vent about something to your boyfriend, your partner, and your boyfriend has set up a timer every time. And if you vent more than five minutes, you have to stop and move on because he tells you that's all he can take, right? Do you think that's a healthy behavior to have a timer in front of you as you're talking to your partner with a 5 minutes limit before it rings? Really? Uh, No, Kelly, this is not healthy. It's humiliating to you. It's dismissive. It's mean. And it's inhumane. And I would ask myself, Kelly, if I were you, why would I want to stay with a man who treats me that way? He doesn't deserve you, so get rid of him. That's my advice. I, I think it's very humiliating. It makes me mad a guy does something like this. Crazy. So, uh, Kelly, you know what to do. Au revoir, bye-bye, that guy and his timer. Unbelievable. But thanks for the Facebook message. You cause the next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Tasha.
2: Bonjour, Simon. I have a guy that I'm dating. I like him so much. But um, I'm pretty successful. And uh, he's insecure <laughs> about that. Will you ever be good enough for a man who doesn't feel like he's good enough for you? Or should we just end it now?
1: Oh, that's So what makes you feel like this? What What does he do? or what? Give me a few examples that makes you feel like that.
2: I mean, he has expressed before that um, he doesn't feel like he can um, take care of me, or he doesn't think he can provide for me. I think it's the okay. fact that he sees my life and how I, you know, did my lifestyle, and perhaps feels he he can't provide that, and it's uh, it's a source of insecurity for him. But I've never I put that on him. I've never expressed that. I've never nothing like that. It's just
1: okay a lot of projection. Okay. It feels so- like. Little projection, yes, indeed. Um, okay, now, um, how much do you like this dude?
2: I like him a lot.
1: On a scale of one to ten, how happy does he make you?
2: Pretty happy, I would say an eight. But lately, it's can I can't make you happy if you're not happy. You know, if he's not happy, there's nothing I can do about it.
1: That's right. Nobody can help anybody like this. This is a self-esteem issue and, and a personal things that he needs a shrink for. Um, do you, wanna, you think you're ready to leave him and find somebody else?
2: I guess that's the question. Wow. Uh, I honestly don't know.
1: So don't if you know. don't know, don't do it yet. So here's the advice. I suggest you keep enjoying him. Don't worry about what he says. Have a lot of fun. And if one day, because it goes like this, one day you have enough of his projection or his insecurity and it makes you unhappy and it, makes you, it, it doesn't elevate your life, but downgrade your life, then you just stop the relationship. But for now, I would say enjoy, and I don't think you're ready to live him. I think you like him, and you can accept his limitations for now. So don't, don't do anything yet.
2: So my question is, how do I help him in, in understanding? Because I do want somebody who can provide for me, but obviously I don't need it. I do want it, mainly because of this reason, because there's you no know, power balance in a relationship. How do, I, how do I address this? How can I help it on my end?
1: I don't think you can do anything but being yourself, really. I mean, if we have to change who we are and the way we behave, I mean, unless you're mean and, and condescending, which I don't think you are, then really he, he has to maybe go see a therapist and talk about his own insecurity. But you can't play shrink. It never works. All you can do is be yourself and inspire him to elevate himself and have joie de vivre. As the French say, which means joy of life and love life. That's the message.
2: Mm. Wow, thank you so much. You're
1: welcome. I hope it helps you. And enjoy the man for who he is. As for now, have a good night.
2: (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Changing gears, I am going to go listen to a voicemail because somebody needs my help ASAP about her boyfriend, and I want to help her. So this voicemail is next. So if you have a question for me, anytime, anywhere, just dial 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail with your question, and I'll get to it. Just like for this one, take a listen.
4: Bonjour Simon, come up. Just had this, um, just your opinion, um, my boyfriend of eight months. We're living together and um he has a dog and I'm not keen on her sleeping on the bed, but he was like, you know, he needs that for like anxiety and comfort. But it's killing my allergies. This one you your opinion on that. Thank you very much. Merci beaucoup
1: and à <laughs> I like the French. À bientôt means see you soon. What can you do when uh, you have allergy to uh, the dog that your boyfriend needs to have in bed because of his anxiety? That's a, a dilemma, and I'm going to answer next. What would you do if you had a partner that um, for kind of anxiety reasons and and, and all that, needs his dog to be in the bed with him and you. The problem is you have allergies to uh, animals' hairs, and so you have terrible nights, right? So it's like that's a dilemma um, that I got in that voicemail. So here's my advice. Uh, If your boyfriend cannot find peace with just you in the bed and the animal should be at least not on the bed, you're going to have a problem because, I mean, you can take pills for allergy, I guess, but hopefully your partner should make you feel calm and safe enough that you don't need your dog inside the bed with you, maybe in the bedroom or outside. But you can not have it all, and you have to respect your animal, because I love animals, but you also have to respect your partner. So uh, maybe try without the animal for one night and see how it goes. I think you will be fine. You'll make him feel good. That's my advice. You call that next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alicia.
4: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Alicia. So, I understand you have a romantic boyfriend. I don't know why, so I'm all ears.
4: Oh, yes. Um, So, my mom has always been really into antiques, and she lives on the other side of the country, and I don't really get to see her often. So, um, she gave me this little antique perfume bottle, and I've had it since I was a kid, and One day, my boyfriend accidentally breaks it, shatters it into pieces, and he tried to hide it from me for a while, Uh Um, but then I was like, where is this perfume bottle? And he finally caved in and told me that he broke it, and it shattered into pieces, and he he couldn't put it back together. And I was really upset about it. I was really mad at him for a while. And then Uh about a week later, we go out to dinner, And he surprises me with this necklace. And I realized that he had repurposed the pieces from the perfume bottle that he shattered into a necklace so I could wear it around my neck. And now I can always keep the perfume bottle with me wherever I go. And there's no chance of anyone breaking it.
1: How did that make you feel?
4: It made me feel so good because he's not usually someone who gives gifts in the time that we've been together. So the fact that he did this made it feel even more special.
1: I love that. Thank you so much. Listen, that was very romantic of him, and I was surprised. So thank you for sharing that romantic story. He's a good guy, and I wish you both a good night.
4: Oh, thank you. Good night, Simon.
1: Good night, Alicia. I have a funny question for you to finish the show. Which do you wish you had more of in your relationship? More ooh or talking to each other? Let's talk about that next. Be honest. Which do you wish you had more of in your relationship? More ooh or la-la-la, talking to each other. <laughs> more ooh-la-la or more la-la-la. And guess what? 54% of you voted on my social media at rendezvous radio, more ooh-la-la. And 46% said, I wish we had more talking, more la-la-la. Um, I have neither. So, uh, I actually, I talk with you. So, it's we me more ooh That would be my vote. Thank you so much for being with me tonight. Have a great night. Bonsoir. Et à demain.
0: The rendezvous with Simon Marcel.